Hello and welcome everyone to episode 1 of the Point TV cast. I am your host Sam Park. I am known as Lucky O'Brien on Twitch and other platforms. But anyways, I wanted to make a podcast going deep on TV shows because currently I've been binge-watching Mr. Robot and I really like the show and I wanted so much to have a write-up and a podcast. So here we are. I decided to make a podcast on TV shows. The first episode will be covering Mr. Robot Season 1, Episode 1, Hello Friend. It's created by Sam Asmail. Episode 1 was released on June 24th, 2015 in the USA. This episode was written by Sam Asmail. It was directed by Niels Ardenoplev. It stars Rami Malek, Portia Doubleday, Martin Wallstrom, Christian Slater, and many more. I'll have the full credits linked in the description for the podcast. Mr. Robot is a drama thriller about a young hacker named Elliot Anderson, played by Rami Malek, who is deeply disillusioned with how people are being enslaved by debt. To compound the issue, people are choosing to run away instead of face the problem, cementing the cycle of enslavement to the economy. Mr. Robot Episode 1 starts out with the main protagonist, Elliot Anderson, riding a train in the subway on his way to work. He starts off by saying hello friend and is directly addressing the audience of the show, treating them as an imaginary friend. This is pretty unique in that one of the characters recognizes and addresses the people watching. This is not only limited to the dialogue, but also one future episode in particular plays off of this concept in a creative and imaginative manner. He immediately goes into conspiracies of a ruling elite being in control, the 1% of the 1%, followed by what could be paranoid delusions of being followed by men in black. He briefly mentions going to Angela's birthday party, who is a childhood friend and co-worker, and the scene immediately cuts to a coffee shop. Here we see Elliot approach the owner of the chain of coffee shops, Ron's Coffee. The eponymous owner, Ron, is sitting there enjoying a coffee when Ellie starts talking of how fast the internet is. Something that is too good to be true. Here we learn that the owner has been running an illegal website on the dark web. Elliot hacked into the servers, obtaining the necessary evidence, and anonymously tipped the police who arrived just as he was finishing explaining all of this to the owner. The scene's purpose was to establish a few things. Number one, Elliot is a hacker and this show will be about hacking. Number two, that the show will focus on the dark and unsavory parts of being human. And number three, establishes Elliot as a vigilante of justice, unable to ignore what he views as wrongs in society. He has a strong desire to correct things. There is a sense of purity in his cause. While establishing some main premises about the show and the main character and the world he lives in, it also adds in some fine details and character moments. Here we see Elliot talk about his father dying and Ron responding with compassion in the moment even though he believes he's being blackmailed. We see Elliot mention how his father died to working at a company but the company itself is fine. It is a glimpse into his character's source of internal trauma and struggle. And then it cuts back to the train ride in the subway. The sudden jump between different events causes a feeling of disorientation and reflects the jumbled state of Elliot's mind in a visible manner. A seemingly random homeless man is yelling at Elliot. From here we see Elliot go to work at a cybersecurity firm Allsafe, employee number ER280652, where his boss Gideon Goddard, played by Michael Gill, 
is arguing with Angela Moss, who is played by Portia Doubleday, about a meeting. Angela confronts Elliot about not attending her birthday party, and we are introduced to her boyfriend, Ali Parker, who is played by Ben Rappaport. A short transition of Elliot eating fries later, we see him attend a therapy session with his psychiatrist, Krista Gordon, who is played by Gloria Rubin. He has hacked his psychiatrist as well, and we find a lonely woman here. Here we see Elliot's reaction when he is asked why he is angry at society. His response is a succinct, F society. He then goes on a rant in his head about fake heroes, social media, and materialism to sedate ourselves in cowardice. The messaging here feels a little heavy-handed and ham-fisted, but it is a relevant topic that is gaining traction in today's society. A jaded outlook in life and a general disillusionment with the current state of the world is becoming more and more common, and many people are starting to resonate with the fact that they are left discontent with society and life. Elliot's rant aside, we see that he is deeply empathetic with the people around him despite his social awkwardness. He recognizes that Krista is a good person to him because she recognizes loneliness and is trying to protect others from it. After the therapy session, we return to Allsafe where Ali is trying to become friends with Elliot because both of them are close to Angela. Here we see some of Elliot's and the show's sense of humor as Ali is described as being too dumb to be bad. Some evidence to support this view is that his password is 1234567 with 7 spelled out. He listens to Josh Groban and likes George L.B. Bush and Transformers 2. Comical encounter aside, we are introduced to the main antagonist of the show, E-Corp, a mega conglomerate that owns and runs most aspects of everyday life. In his hatred of the conglomerate, he has changed E-Corp to Evil Corp, and from that moment onward, every reference to E-Corp is now Evil Corp, from the dialogue to even imagery. It's a nice audio and visual touch on how the audience is seeing reality as distorted by Elliot's own mind. Here we are introduced to Terry Colby, CTO, and Tyrell Wellick, Senior VP of Tech of Evil Corp. The show establishes Tyrell as a tech-savvy executive who knows his way around a terminal. Tyrell leaves him with a bonsoir Elliot, a twisted version of Elliot's own hello friend. The episodes end with Tyrell bringing Elliot in via his henchmen to hold a secret meeting and also greets him with a bonsoir Elliot. The show has a great handle on placing parallel phrases and situations to reinforce thematic elements. The show starts on Hello Friend, halfway through introduces a character with another Hello Friend, and ends on another Hello Friend. The show begins with a group of Evil Corp lawyers arguing and ends with the exact same scene. Other things that happen include an introduction to Shayla Nico, played by Frankie Shaw, who is Elliot's drug dealer. She supplies him with morphine as well as suboxone to prevent withdrawal symptoms. They take Molly together and end up sleeping together. Elliot checks up on Krista at Pierre Lotti, a restaurant where she has a date with Michael Hansen. He manages to follow his cab to his apartment building and asks to borrow his phone to get his phone number. Here we see a close-up of the Bank of Evil app. It's a great little detail shown to the audience that Elliot uses to fish more information from Michael Hansen. During his escapades, we see the return of the homeless man interfering with two men in black. His vigilante adventure is cut short by an urgent call from Angela. A hacker attack on Evil Corp has rendered the servers useless. Elliot finds out that there is a rootkit installed on the server, so the only solution is to wipe them down and reboot. 
Gideon and Elliot take a private jet to the server farm in Dallas where Elliot finds the virus and isolates it on server CS30. He finds a dead file from F Society with the readme saying, leave me here. He tries to delete it, but something in him stops him from doing it and instead he changes the permissions so only he has access to the back door. While the hacking elements of the show are far more realistic than as portrayed by Hollywood, some parts did seem a little bit over-dramatized. This is perfectly fine because the show's main purpose is to be dramatic and provide entertainment, not to be realistic or educational. One major gripe I do have with this show is how slow everyone types. Come on guys, one letter a second or two is far too slow for someone who's supposed to be an expert hacker. Graps aside, problem fixed, Gideon and Elliot fly back on the jet where Gideon comes out as gay to Elliot. There's a brief and humorous exchange and it ends with Elliot vowing to find the people responsible for the attack. On his train ride home, he meets the mysterious homeless man again, whose only identifier is a name tag with the name Mr. Robot on it. Elliot follows him with his imitation, and he shows him to the hacker hideout of F Society, literally in a building that says F Society. It used to be a fun society, but the troubles of life warred on the U and the letter N. Here, Mr. Robot introduces a plan to wipe out that by targeting Evil Corp limb by limb, and start the greatest revolution known by mankind. By planting Terry Colby's IP address onto the DAT file, they could frame a chief executive and start weakening the conglomerate one executive at a time. There are some things to note here in terms of visual storytelling. Romero does not look at Mr. Robot and only at Elliot when they are knocking at the entrance to the App Society hideout. He looks straight at Elliot and lets him in without question. One scene we see Darlene staring at Elliot as well as the others, but they do not say anything. Without spoiling anything, this is superb visual storytelling. Elliot is conflicted as he struggles with what to do, to tell the truth and turn in F Society, or to frame Terry Colby and start a revolution. Here we jump back to Allsafe, where they are holding a meeting with Evil Corp to discuss the server attack. Angela is kicked out of the meeting for not being tech-savvy despite Elliot trying to defend her. This enrages Elliot and he decides to turn in the doctored information framing Terry Colby. Terrell makes note of this. Angela blames Elliot for her humiliation and stops talking to him. To take his mind off things, he turns his attention to the problem scratching the itch in his brain, Michael Hansen. Here we see him call Michael Cell while impersonating a Bank of Evil employee. He uses common fishing techniques to obtain his apartment number, as well as his favorite sports team and pet name. Again, this is another moment where there is great visual storytelling and foreshadowing for such a small moment. They showed Elliot obtaining Michael's phone number and the fact that he uses the Bank of Evil app in their earlier encounter. Once he has information, he realizes that Michael Hansen is not his real name and finds out that he has been cheating on his wife with seven other women as well as hiring escorts. He forces him to break up with Krista, threatens that he'll release the information as well as call the police. He lied about one of the escorts being underaged. Michael agrees to his terms. Elliot takes his dog Flipper as well, considering Michael is seen being aggressive and borderline abusive with the animal. After this scene, we are back to another therapy session with Krista, where we see her struggle with grief due to Michael breaking up with her. Here, Elliot notes his distress that Angela will not talk to him, and Krista simply and Sally suggest to go talk to her directly in person because people need human contact. Now we jump back to Allsafe, where Elliot confronts Angela. 
As they are making up, everyone slowly stands up and turns to stare at the television behind them, where news channels reporting on the arrest of Terry Colby for being linked with the server attacks. Elliot is ecstatic with his head up in the clouds as he is returning home when he is confronted by Tyrell's henchmen and scooped up to a secret meeting where the episode ends. I know this was sort of a long description into one episode, but I wanted to show how much detail and nuance was put into not only the characters, but the narrative elements of this show as well. The thematic elements of class warfare and disillusionment with the materialistic capitalistic lifestyle that results in a slavery due to debt we can't possibly recover from, but also can't live without, is as relevant to the current times as you can get. The disjointed narrative that plays off of the perspective of the protagonist along with him actually addressing the audience is pretty unique and enforces some creativity in storytelling. I'm thinking primarily of the prison episode. The hacking is an order of magnitude more realistic than anything we've seen come out of Hollywood, and all of this is backed by a fantastic acting by the cast as well as some fantastic music selections that creates a package that is irresistibly intriguing. There's some flaws to the show because nothing is perfect. My main gripes were that the dialogue and character interactions were a tad too on the dramatic side to be realistic, but it's forgivable because again, this show is not meant to be realistic. Thank you so much for dropping by and listening to this episode. Thank you so much for your time. I'll be back with more coverage in the future and I promise I'll cover more episodes and I'll keep them a lot more shorter than this one. I just wanted to go over the episode because I really like this show and I hope that by covering this, more people will realize that it exists and go check it out. It's not for everyone, but I honestly think it's pretty unique. Anyways, thank you once again and I'll be back next week on the Point TV cast. I'm your host Sam, signing off. Thank you so much and catch you guys next time.